the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. Fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Freezing out the new year. Some communities are considering whether to cancel their New Year's events because of the bitterly cold weather, but... Not New York City. A lot of towns are considering whether they should go on with their plans. In New York City, it could be the second coldest ball drop in history with the coldest in 1917 at one degree. Health officials are advising people to dress in layers, cover all exposed skin, and avoid alcohol. It makes the body lose heat faster. And they'll have extra personnel on hand to provide medical support. Mary Esch reporting. Security will be tight in the Big Apple, as it will be in Las Vegas and a number of other big cities around the country with outdoor celebrations. State Department's released emails from Huma Abedin, a top aide to Hillary Clinton, that were found by the FBI on her husband's laptop. Some of the emails found on former Representative Anthony Weiner's laptop were marked classified. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas has some advice to harassing men. This is challenging stuff. This is confusing stuff. And to me, as a Christian, I say this is an opportunity for the gospel. This is an opportunity to say, you know what? There is no way out except God. He loves you. He wants you to acknowledge the fact that you are a sinner. Even if you think you're not, guess what you are? And you need him. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot intelligent radio just after 2 p.m in the benjamin franklin plumbing weather center glad to have you with us here as the northern alliance radio network wraps up 2017 the headliner mitch berg is in studio and he is not in the least bit cold he is from north dakota six below for the high today 17 below tonight four below zero and sunny for sunday two degrees on new year's day here's a thought that will keep you warm the aloha talkers hawaii cruise is coming up in august Get all the details for the Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise at am1280thepatriot.com. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The bright, shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Uh, this is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, we are heard uh, every Saturday from uh, 1 to 3 p.m. here on the Northern, on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, of course, Brad Carlson, uh, every Sunday from 2 to 3, is the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And our good friend King Banyan is heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, on our sister station, AM 1440, uh, The Businessmen. Uh, together, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, for 15 years now, going on 15, 14 years going on now, uh, bringing Twin Cities uh, the, the, the facts that the, the media just can't handle, uh, the truth that they, uh, to, uh, to, to run with the movie uh, analogy, the truth that uh, Twin Cities media can't handle. That's us, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, my name is Mitch Berg. Uh, welcome back. And it's my pleasure to welcome back to the broadcast, I guess, for I think the third straight year now from the legislative Evaluation Assembly of Minnesota uh, with his 2017 report on the Minnesota legislature. John Augustine joins us. John, welcome to the broadcast. Happy holidays, Mitch. Merry Christmas. Likewise and back to you here. So uh, before we get into uh, brass tacks here, let's talk about the uh, the Legislative uh, Evaluation Assembly. This is not uh, an organization that uh, is jumps out in front of the public a whole lot. It's not one that you, you hear about a lot. Tell us a little, but uh, it's an important uh, organization uh, in its own way. Tell, tell us a little bit about, uh, describe the organization, why it's here and what it does. It's a grassroots organization. It's been around since 1972. It's nonpartisan. 
uh, probably because, I mean, the visibility might not be as high because we're not in the center of campaigns or right. lobbying efforts. Uh, what we, we, we focus pretty extensively on education and evaluation. Uh, we're best known for our annual report on the Minnesota legislature. And, uh, it's, it, and it's very, and it's a, it's a pretty, uh, extensive report, uh, but included in it is a scorecard besides the scorecard. We, uh, summarize various votes that are in here and they are given, you're given an explanation of not only of what the bill does or what the likely impact is, but also our principled reasons for or against, uh, the position that we take on the scorecard. So that even if you disagree with our reasoning, you can see how we got to it, and and just from the facts in in, in the report, you can learn something anyway. Now it, it is the season for scoreboards. Lots of groups are coming out with uh, scoreboards right now, and of course, a lot of these are special interest groups. Uh, and I, I think it's fair to say that the uh, LEA's only special interest is is is, is uh, a good legislature, at least uh, legislatures that are not completely constitutional. Locked. Constitutional. Uh, Thank you. Liberty. Free enterprise, uh, uh, justice. Right, right. So let's not hyphenated justice, just justice. Justice in general. That's right. That's good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. So one of the things. Excuse me. Uh, fighting the tail end of a cold here. The uh, one of the things that these uh, le- uh, these scorecards all have in common is that they generally involve picking a series of bills. Uh, from the the legislator can, uh, legislature and the legislators therein appertaining, uh, felt were important to their issue. For example, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus picks Second Amendment bills. The Teachers Union, in its scorecard, picks education related bills or or financing of of education related bills. Uh, other other groups have their own criteria for selection. What are the LEA's criteria for selecting the uh, the bills? The uh, I believe what uh, fifteen bills. That were uh, that were selected for this year's scorecard. We analyzed six, sixteen votes, fifteen in each body, mostly bills, a few amendments. Uh, we have a credo that's published on our website, lea-mn.org. It's also at the top of our annual report. Our reports can be accessed from the website as well, and that and so we we cover a whole range of issues that that impact upon limited government and constitutional. Issues and 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 life and liberty and all those all those core principles, and so the the, the votes that we try to score for the most part, well, they have to have a vote on the floor. So if it's not a, if it doesn't get to the floor, like a lot of gun legislation this year didn't get to the floor, <laughs> then it's not going to get scored. Okay, right. but if if if, it get, if you have the, if there are floor votes where we can score everybody, then then that's what that's. Those, that's the that's basically the criteria. So we there, there's social issues, there's constitutional issues, there's economic issues. There's there's issues about just how Minnesota legislative government runs itself. Like the first two issues, uh, skimming through here real quick. The first two issues regard omnibus uh, omnibus uh, bills, omnibus state uh, state government yeah. finance and policy. Uh, we try jobs, not, energy. Yeah. We try not to score too many omnibus bills, but the trend in recent years toward consolidating more and more law into a few of these bills and, and, and inserting more new policies into omnibus bills has kind of necessitated us scoring these bills. Right. And and uh, it's it's a kind of a troubling trend that we're trying to highlight and get get uh, reversed over time. Yeah, that would be that would be not, that would be useful for for trying to hold government accountable since they're right. they're they're hard to score around too because it's, as we saw a few years ago uh, when we first did this, it's entirely possible for someone to uh, oppose. Uh, I remember Senator Thompson opposing a a state government uh, public safety finance bill that had a lot of uh, Second Amendment stuff in it that the shooters were four square in favor of, but included just an awful lot of of budgetary evil uh, buried in them. And so it, it's 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 almost impossible for a person of integrity to take a coherent vote on them mm-hmm. uh, without without angering half of their base. Right, and then and 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 you get people that get rewarded for voting against these multi-subject omnibus bills because they wanted even more stuff in the bills. <laughs> right. So, so it's, so that's why we try not to score too many of them. We added this year and this new to this year's report, we added a chart of some of these multi-subject bills and we, we highlighted five of them that comprise the, you know, the vast majority of the state's uh, 
general fund appropriations and and that and and with all the new policy being put in and then and various different types of of uh subject areas covered in the finance section it's 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 really hard for accountability let's so. go through let's go through some of the uh, the bills that you highlighted uh the health care premium subsidy program which was uh, senator benson's uh bill sf1 uh care, care, care. yeah and in that case uh we the our opposition is, and and we know that it, it it was i mean it was there was consensus that something had to be done that i mean governor dayton said the affordable care act is no longer affordable and so forth but all, wait but wait the, wait but, back up but this is just a band-aid okay right, right. and <clears throat> so there's that and uh you know a month ago i got my notice of what my I'm in the individual market and what my family's insurance premiums are going to be in the coming year. Uh-huh. And this, this Band-Aid was a one-year fix. It ends at the end of this calendar year. So so my premiums now are going right back to where they were <laughs> before the Band-Aid. If you're lucky. <laughs> and then with a little more deductible responsibility on my part to throw in. So, right. so, so there's that. And so there's going to be pressure to keep this subsidy going. So there's pressure to make an ongoing entitlement for the individual market instead of fix the underlying problems. And then also you have new policy that was mixed in. And the new new policy is probably, for the most part, desirable in terms of allowing some for-profit insurance, uh, changing reporting requirements, tax exemptions, uh, options for self-insurance ag cooperative plans. But if the shoe were on the other foot, excuse me, and the... um, and the liberals had controlled the legislative caucuses last year. Uh, if they had wanted to pass this Band-Aid, and at the same time they had thrown in that, along with that, we're going to add the policy that everybody needs to be have the availability of having public option in health insurance, right? right? So you'd have conservatives that would be squealing that, hey, just to give this emergency relief, we shouldn't have to add this new expansion policy. So... I mean, it works both ways. And the other one, right underneath it, the reinsurance one. Yeah. I mean, the principal objection here is that is that this waiver is really relying on a federal stream of money in order to do this. These are federal funds. And if this is such a good idea, uh, why, do, why do we have to keep fe- federalizing all the health, health insurance uh, aid? So, I mean, I mean you just, you're going to get more red tape. You're going to get... It's just not as efficient. Let's talk about uh, number six, teacher licensing reforms. What, uh, what, what? Tell us a little bit about that. I know we discussed that in the past here. Well, particularly uh, people that were coming here from other states, I think, were having a great deal of trouble yeah. navigating the uh, the, the uh, system in order to, in order to uh, uh, get uh, uh, t- licensed to teach in, in Minnesota. So. The, this this particular bill had a lot of reforms in it. Maybe not all good, but it had that it was a task force met. There was plenty of committee hearings. There's plenty of discussion. It 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 uh, refined through over time, and it it uh, it 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 made it, it streamlined the licensing process, made it a little less onerous, and and it's uh, but it was vetoed, <laughs> so. Right. So, uh, but however, then it came back in special session because they put it in the omnibus education bill that Governor Dayton signed into law, and actually I think was listed in his, his uh, five demands of what he wanted to renegotiate after he signed it into law. Right. So, so there, there, was a, there was a bill to uh, Deb Hillstrom, uh, apparently looking out for a public employee, but he's uh, wanted to ban private ownership of prisons here. I, I, th- I thought that was an interesting little shout out to the people who, uh, da- what's it called, dancing with the one that brung you, uh, right, <laughs> looking right, out for right. your public employee unions. Oh, uh, the, yeah, go, they've, go they've done They've done very well the last six years with very little opposition. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, But the, the in this case... You can make a case that you, uh, the custody of, uh, of 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 offenders to the state shouldn't necessarily be farmed out to to private interests. But even if you do that, even if you say that that the, uh, that the, the the government needs to maintain have the power, the, have the exclusive power to lock 
people up and and so forth that it doesn't mean that it has to be in a building that is not is they can't lease the building from somebody else who owns it or that or that rehabilitation options can't be used that aren't uh, government centered. Well, and in fact, many of them are already anyway. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's it's the idea that you're going to have a mm-hmm. a bunch of corrections officers who, who aren't paying into the state pension fund, uh, which also and uh, by the way, into the state uh, union, which also donates <clears throat> millions of dollars a year to the DFL. By the by, we're talking with John Augustine from the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. When we get back, we we just spent a segment talking about the construction of the port. Let's talk about the report itself when we come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Questions or comments? Give us a call six five. One two eight nine four four eight eight. Go nowhere. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with AM 1280 The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call AM 1280 The Patriot today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's AM 1280 The Patriot at 651-289-4406. Hello? (laughs) Hey, it's me, your cell phone? Yeah, look, we got to talk about something. I'm always happy to assist you with pretty much everything you need, but look, using me to take your corporate headshot, that's where I draw the line. No filter can compare to Jan and Noonan Photography for corporate headshots that capture you in your best light. She's seasoned, sought after by top executives, and seriously fun to be around. Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N, photography.com. Goodbye, selfies. Hello, headshots. If some high-pressure salesperson twisted your arm into buying a timeshare, it's not your fault. Whether you bought decades ago or days ago, I bet that salesperson didn't mention your timeshare could cost you twice as much as a regular vacation, or that you'd never be able to use it when you wanted, or that your fees could shoot up every year. They misled you, and that's not fair. That's why we're here, to get your timeshare company to free you from your unwanted timeshare. Get the free information you need at 1-800-905-5833. We're the Timeshare Exit Attorneys, America's number one timeshare exit service run by real attorneys, not sales companies or middlemen. It was a salesperson who got you into this mess. Don't rely on a salesperson to get you out. We've got a 100% service guarantee, and our team has already helped thousands of people get out of unwanted timeshares. For free information, call 1-800-905-5833. That's 1-800-905-5833. 1-800-905-5833. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. AF 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. If you have questions for John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly, on the last broadcast of 2017, a year that's been a very good year for me, i got to say. By the way, uh, if you're interested, check out, go to my blog, shotinthedark.info, for links to both of my productions, my album, See Red, my book, Trollbert, a comic novella about the end of the world as we know it. No less appropriate today than it was before. Of course I was walking up to the post. I mean, what, you think I'm going to play this song without getting to the... To the post? 
651-289-4488, the number to call should you have questions or comments. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NARN uh, with John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. John, of course, we'd be remiss it, after all the talking about the wonkery of constructing your scorecard if we didn't talk about the constitutional issues that popped up this year. And there were a bunch of them. If you if you enjoy picking over the minutiae of the state constitution, and, and in fact, some of the not so minutiae, of the state constitution. It was a banner year in Minnesota here. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we touched, excuse me, we touched on one thing already, which is that uh, the continuous violation of the single subject rule, which is right in the constitution. No law shall embrace more subject than one subject, which will be embodied in its title. Sometimes the Supreme court has saw fit to enforce it. I don't know if this Supreme Court would. They haven't saw fit to enforce too many this, things. This but, Supreme Court would would uh, would would but uh, let Governor it, Dayton uh, charge into pe- suspects' houses without a warrant. I'm, it, I'm pretty convinced. It nevertheless is is increasingly used, and then it's it and then it's really an outgrowth of all this escalating gamesmanship. I think over the last ten years between the legislature and the executive branch, more things being negotiated. But just between the leadership and the executive behind closed doors, and, or or or, or uh, special more things having to be decided in special session, which are then just brought back to the caucus, and you have to rubber stamp, particularly in the Senate where they had a one vote margin. So if they wanted to maintain their position, everybody had to vote as a block, which is you know in part why the House scored higher this year. You have three House honorees this year, uh, Representatives Cal Barr, Matt Dean, and Eric Lucero. Last year, the three honorees were all from the Senate. That was before. That's when they could take more. Well, they they can they can do it, no, but but they they have less. They had less pressure. It's, uh, it's easier to act from pure to, principle to, to, to when they're in the minority. Principle when they're in the minority, right? So, but anyway, so so with this gamesmanship, you had where they tried to. They last the two years ago they had the. Uh, where they had a omnibus uh, supplemental budget bill, mm-hmm. and in this global agreement they made behind closed doors, governor the uh, the legislature was going to vote for the omnibus supplemental budget bill. You know, the previous budget the year before had already been increased significantly, but mm-hmm. we didn't need it. But anyway, they, they agreed to vote for it in exchange for Governor Dayton signing the tax bill. So, so Governor Dayton signs the omnibus supplemental budget bill, and then they find a technical drafting error and they don't sign the tax bill. And so they didn't want that to happen again, the legislature. So this year, in the state government bill, they put in this provision where the funding for the Department of Revenue was not even going to be authorized unless they, he signed the tax policy bill. So they made the, <laughs> they made the uh, horse trading very explicit. Right. And, and just, you know, I don't really know if ends justify the means there, but so that was part of the retaliation then where uh, Governor Dayton felt he had to sign the bill, but then... He then line in the legislature's funding and hoping hoping to still renegotiate something after he signed it. So is a veto even a is a signing a signing anymore? I mean, this veto should be cut and dried. So right. he, he has the power to line item veto, but it shouldn't be conditioned upon whether they renegotiate something else. And then and then likewise in the in the um, they, they, there was a bill a labor standards bill in special session that had uh, so the. Lo- local localities couldn't have their own minimum wage or sick leave and all that, but they also threw uh, ratification of the state employee contracts into the same bill. And Governor Dayton vetoed the bill, but they still decided to implement the contracts anyway because he liked them. Right. <laughs> so so he vetoed it, but he still implemented parts of the bill that he liked. And he, and then that and then that really I think could have been legally challenged, just like the legislative funding dispute was because the statute says that they're supposed if they're not ratified by the end of session that they cease they cease to be uh, valid right but but they this was in special session and and he vetoed it but nevertheless no nobody really wants to anger that bear too much and nobody really challenged it i got this real uh, banana republic vibe out of governor dayton this last session mm-hmm. here it, it, i mean it's very very yeah very and now and now going forward and now we've got the whole su- succession battle which could very well end up in court here with the lieutenant governor uh with the uh, lieutenant governor being chosen to uh join the the united states senate appointed to the united states senate then the president of the Senate, which is Michelle Fishbach, ascends to the lieutenant governorship, according to the Constitution. Right. 
And the Constitution also says they cannot hold another office at the same time. So it's just like the line item veto. He has the ability to line item veto appropriations. You can't hold another office at the same time. However, so somebody's so should somebody who has an election certificate been elected by the constituent should they be forced to ex, to accept another office? Right. And so you're already you're already hearing that what's likely to happen is that. She'll get that once she ascends to lieutenant governorship, that they'll they'll file a lawsuit challenging if she tries to stay in as, as in the Senate, and then she'll have to resign the Senate and then rerun for the resign the lieutenant governorship and then rerun for the Senate in a special election. Meanwhile, her constituents won't have representation for that period of time, and the whole thirty four thirty three balance could be in play. Over this last year, I, I a lot of gamesmanship, an amazing amount of gamesmanship. That's why I was going to get here. I was after watching this last session. I, I shortly after the session ended, I, I got on Amazon Prime and I started binge watching The Wire, which uh, if, you've, if you've seen the show, you know has a fair amount of the political horse trading that goes on in dysfunctional banana republic governments like Baltimore in this case. And I watched that show and watched the the political horseman uh, horse trading that went on behind the scenes between the mayor's office and the police commissioner's office and in the uh, fictional show, The Wire. And I thought, wow, at least people in Baltimore and in Maryland have the good decency to keep that behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah. Here in Minnesota, we're doing it all out in public. Well, we're, and, uh, we're even writing it right into the bills now this year. That's with right. State government bills. So. <laughs> that's right. It's like, it, it, it's like uh, you did, yeah, Simon put a script together uh, in public here. So, so, so does the LEA have a have a stance on any of these issues here? I mean, what, what's is is the LEA taking a position on these constitutional issues? Well, we want the Constitution to be observed. We want people to become more aware of the Minnesota Constitution. We want it to be observed, and there is this overarching battle between the executive and the legislative branch here, uh, vying for. Uh, power right and and it, it needs to be viewed a little bit in that context but i, I, I mean we're not going to take a stand on that type of stuff per se other than just we hope that the constitution is respected and if there's legislation of that that comes up then we'll evaluate it it is in your name you're the legislative evaluation assembly yeah, that's I, what we do that's right i think there needs to be a minnesota supreme court evaluation assembly it's a, much, it's a much tougher task there's people who've tried uh who've uh who've tried uh Doing that, uh, and there's, I guess there's some. I'm, I'm, I'm not as, as versed on that as I should be, but uh, it's, uh, it's an off, it, it's a daunting task. It is a daunting. If, t- yeah. if, if they, if the candidates themselves could just be able to talk more about the issues, <laughs> that would, that would help. <laughs> well, yeah, and and not only talk about the issues, but I mean, so much of the way that the, the legislature has been operating this last few years, especially, uh, has seemed to have involved. Uh, avoiding uh, taking votes that will leave any given legislators accountable for for mm. too much, right. uh, and and basically right. pushing all off to right. uh, to behind closed doors discussions that that are out I of mean, the public eye. Yeah, I mean they're running out the clock in the Senate with three years to go. I mean with the <laughs> not, well, there's not. a beef right there. Paul Gazelka <laughs> is trying to protect right. his freshman when he's three years away from his next election. So how but, how but how but, over- but it, as we see. These gamesmanship, it might even be less than three years. It might be as soon as next month, you know, with uh, with uh, Senator Fishbach has to resign. Who knows what's going to happen with the Senator Schoen special election? So, oh yeah, well, and it's it's yeah. So the the so the majority of the Senate is very much in play right now. In other words, it's very very true. Uh, so, quick, get you for one more segment here. Cause we sure. we got to actually talk about the results of this year's scorecard, right. which you haven't gotten to yet. Plus, we've got some. Uh, a, a special entertainment uh, feature coming up here as well here, uh, which is becoming a, a bit of a tradition here on these LEA segments. Uh, well, it, it's it's my tradition. If someone else comes from LEA, don't expect them to to maintain that. Tradition. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Well, but you're the well, yeah, I think you're the only one who comes on. That's that's fine. We'll 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 accept that as it is. All but right. uh, people want to find out more about the LEA and about your report card work. Can they go to find out more? Uh, they, at www.lea-mn.org, you can sign up right online. It's just $10 to become a member, and it's all grassroots driven. You become a member, you get invited to the annual banquet and members meeting where we elect a board of directors. It's tasked with overseeing the production of the next report. You want to get involved, you want to do some research, you want to do some writing, you want to have, have a say in who is uh, 
overseeing that, uh, just uh, become a member. That's all it takes. LEA-MN.org. I will post that at shotinthedark.info shortly here when I get off the air and have a few moments to uh, to attend to the administration. Uh, if you have a question or comment for John Augustine on our last segment here, uh, give us a call at 651-289-4488. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-960-4646. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP-related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-960-4646. This offer won't last. Call now. 800-960-4646. 800-960-4646. Have pain you can't ignore? Then try first-in-class relief from Salon Pass. Salon Pass pain relief patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass pain relief patches in the green box with a blue wave. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and all alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. Pro-Life Across America. When it comes down to investing your hard-earned money the right way, you need honest answers. There is no need to be intimidated or embarrassed. Learn the skills to understand how the markets work to get the best results. Hi, this is Marty Young from Online Trading Academy. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA. Or go to learnwithota.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us, along with John Augustine, in the Legislative Evaluation Assembly of Minnesota. Song written about a typical evening rush hour ride on the Green Line. <laughs> How would I know that? I don't know. Mitch, why are you riding the Green Line? Someone asked me. I said, well, I paid for it. I'm going to ride on it. 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call should you care to join us. And I hope you do. You can also reach us on Twitter at hashtag NARN. Uh, operators are standing by on all channels of communication to discuss 
the Legislative Evaluation Assembly's 2017 report on the Minnesota State Legislature. Uh, John Augustine, as you pointed out, last year the Senate uh, raked in all the big accolades from the LEA because, of course, uh, the Minnesota the, the Senate. Well, there weren't that many raking in accolades. Right. I mean, we, there's, in the last two years, there's only been three honorees each year. So it's uh, the overall score of the legislature did go up this year because we did find some of these single-subject bills that they that they passed that we could actually support. Some okay. years we're, we're having trouble finding any votes that we could actually support. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I remember uh, some of those, yeah. But, uh, you know, they passed something to make. Uh, not A lot of them got vetoed, but, you know, they had, there was the teacher licensing one. There was the... Uh, um, there was a bill clarifying that you didn't owe a greater duty of care to trespassers. So if someone doesn't have permission to be on your property and they get hurt or something, that that you don't have some big responsibility to you them. You don't have liability to people who on your property legally. Pri- right. Property rights over trespassing, yep. uh, which we we like that. Of course, it was vetoed. Of course. And 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 there and there were a few other bills. Um, uh, notification of uh, of um, moratorium uh, changes and so forth uh, when it comes to uh, uh, development. Uh, so, so let's talk about the big winners this year uh, of your uh, of your uh, report. Well, we had Representative Cal Barr. The top score was eighty percent this year, and yep. then uh, then we had uh, Representatives uh, Matt Dean and Eric Lucero. They're all first time uh, honorees, and it uh, again it's uh, it's uh, what what uh, I, I, what I should preface that with is that. Uh, if you look at the first three bills we scored in the report, which is this omnibus state government bill and the uh, uh, the um, omnibus uh, jobs, energy, economic development, finance, and policy bill, mm-hmm. and this uh, SF1, this health care premium subsidy program with the policy thrown in, um, n- even the people we, that, we, that we gave honors to, none of them agreed with us on those positions. We realize we're taking a stand here, but that it's, it's necessary. We, I mean... The, the, the honorees are whoever scores the highest. We've always graded on a curve, so it's we don't try to generate 100% scores for our honorees. So. Right. Okay. So, uh, and you had some honorable mentions, Bruce Anderson, uh, Michelle Fishbach, Mary Kiffbeyer, Mary Friend, uh, Andrew uh, Matheson in the... Uh, Andrew Matthews. Matthews. Thank you very much. Hard to read italics. And then uh, uh, Steve Dreskowski, of course, uh, continues to dance with the ones that brung him. It's always good to see it unabashed. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. No uh, holding uh, holding firm in the house. So it's a better... Uh, you, so the LEA call it a better year than some of the previous years we've had then? Well, lo- the previous year, the 2016, the legislature as a whole scored the worst. I think it ever has since we started evaluating it. It was like in the mid-20 percentile uh-huh. as far as uh, their votes on their on the bills being in line with what we supported. This year it was all the way up to 57%, so it was quite a bit better. Uh, there's still a lot of room for improvement. There's, there's in the not-too-distant past, we would have multiple people scoring over 90%, and, and uh, that's becoming uh, harder to come by recently with with uh, more bills being thrown into these omnibus bills that we feel that we have to score them because they just cover so much of the of the budget, so much of the business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's take a look ahead at the next legislative session here. Uh, what's the uh, LEA have its eye on uh, for this next upcoming session here? Well, we don't, as an organization, we don't do hardly, we do hardly any out lobbying unless our own existence is threatened as, as a, you know, grassroots group able to communicate our, our information. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, we, I would, I would advise people who are interested in liberty and uh, freedom and so forth to, to be looking for the encroachment of the regulatory state. That oftentimes happens a lot in the second uh, year of a session. Uh, there's a, and a lot of times TV coverage of a sweep story or something might drive it. Uh, there's a lot of pressure right now to do a lot more regulation, onerous regulation of cell phones. So yeah. if there's any re- liberty types out there, that would be, and there's bipartisan uh, sponsors and support for that. So if there's any liberty types out there, <laughs> that's a, that wouldn't be a bad place to get involved. Uh, and keeping the bonding appetite down might be nice. Uh, they did pass a bonding bill last year, which is, 
we've unfortunately gotten past the distinction of having a bonding year and a budget year. Yeah. We've seen to pass bonding bills or try to pass them almost every year, but there's going to be another push for a bonding bill, of course, because that's projects you can bring home to your constituents right in time for the election. So. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah putting those, uh, those, those those public trade union jobs out there it certainly is, is good yeah, for it, votes. It, yeah, it would be nice to get new leadership uh, in the executive and so forth to do something with this. Uh, the uh, employee, public employee unions, accountability in terms of these these contracts and the whole the whole process is is backwards. You're, they end up trying to ratify them eighteen months after they've already taken effect, and so then people don't want to vote against something that's all they've already had for that many that that long a period of time. Instead of forcing them to negotiate earlier, and then and then getting the contracts to the legislature to try to ratify them before they would actually take effect. You know, right. who who would ever think of it? <laughs> something like that? Instead, they try to do it in the interim when no, when there's nobody there except the extremely vested interest uh, to uh, to monitor it. Yeah, sort of like a special election. That's right. Only the people who are really motivated care about them. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and again, once again, uh, for in, more information on the uh, LEA's uh, scorecard and on the LEA itself, go to www.lea-mn. Dot .org. I'll uh, post that at shotthedark.info uh, shortly here. So, yeah, the cell phone legislation in particular, it, it reminds me a little bit of the, uh, the, the it? it seems like it was only a couple of years ago, the, the m- massive push, uh, almost emergency level hysteria push to regulate electronic cigarettes a few years back just like mm. something that nobody was really asking for that was driven by some a little bit of not especially cognizant coverage of an issue uh on 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 the television and yet it led to this this hysterical push for regulation of something that's much better than what it's uh, in, in, a, in objective scientific terms is so much better than what it's uh, out there to replace or mimic i just say well, how how could they possibly make cell phone usage on the road worse than it already is whatever the legislature decides we'll find out one way or the other right so 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments for john agustine on the uh, the legislative evaluation assembly's uh, report now john you have uh, adopt uh, you have undertaken a separate es- uh, effort here as we discussed a a bit of an artistic aside uh, that's not really endorsed by the LEA. It's more certainly not. It's no, really it's not. it's your thing. In fact, in fact, the uh, LEA just uh, emailed me said, "Yep, make sure we stress that." So we do. Mm-hmm. It's uh, this is John's. Uh, well, why don't you describe it yourself, John Augustine? It uh, it's it I I've uh, parodied Christmas carols. <laughs> really, I've done I've done it. Uh, I've I've done at least three of them. I've gotten some recognition for it. I've not found it to be a particularly economically valuable skill, but, but uh, nevertheless, <laughs> you, you I would be both. <laughs> I will persist as long as someone indulges me. Well, that's that's what we're here for, John Augustine. So the the upcoming uh, work here that you're about to premiere here on the broadcast, I presume, uh, tell us a little more about the uh, about the song. Well, the subject of a, the parody is a is a certain soon to be retiring senator uh, who maybe uh, uh, it's it's pretty certain now. He's even had his party and so forth. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. CBS News says that uh, I don't know how much you can rely on it, but by waiting from December. Mid December, when he gave his last speech until early January, here to retire, he gets an extra three thousand in pension, which is nice, I guess. For, oh yeah, I don't know how it impacts on the lieutenant governor side, but anyway. So this guy, I think, is ripe for subject of parody, just like last year the freeway protesters were uh, subject of parody. Uh, but this year, I'm going for uh, uh, Senator Franken, or the soon to be retiring Senator Franken, and. Uh, just uh, picture yourself in the position of seeing seeing him in 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 uh, some of his uh, reported actions here, uh, and 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 reaction to it. I'm not going to try to sing it as a kid as the original might be sung. Okay, that's right. We set expectations accordingly. So, with no further ado, John Augustine and a Christmas Carol to Al Franken. I saw Franken groping Mrs. Claus. At the actor's benefit last night. She didn't see the creep. Cop a feel when she was asleep. She thought a playful puppy must have gotten off its leash. But I saw Franken groping Mrs. Claus. Underneath her bosom snowy white. 
Oh, what a laugh it would have been if Santa had only seen Franken-groping Mrs. Claus last night. Yes, I saw Franken-groping Mrs. Claus at the actor's benefit last night. Had a grip on one of those plump white thighs. I couldn't believe my eyes. His supporters saw it too, but lined up to defend their guy. <laughs> Though I saw Franken-groping Mrs. Claus. Can't remember left hand or the right. Oh, what a laugh it would have been if Santa had only seen Franken-groping Mrs. Claus last night. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) And now it is. (laughs) John Augustine, thanks for uh, stopping by. We'll do this again next year with uh, new evaluations and a new uh, Christmas carol to unveil to the world. Thank you very much, as always, John. Uh, One more segment to go, and we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot will be talking about a year of Trump. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. It doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog shot in the dark got info. Hey, music fans, just remember my band Elephant in the Room will be out at the Sundance in Maple Grove. Exercising our two left feet. But we're in the band, so no one cares how we dance. February third, it's a Saturday night. We have style, we have a beat. 
We'll be out there Saturday night, February 3rd. It's a month to get your babysitter put together and, uh, and join us. We'll be out there uh, for that. My other band, Supreme Soviet of Love, we'll be, we'll be taking a year off. Work on the next album. Anyway, make sure you turn out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a, a lot of fun with the Elephant in the Room gig. Again, the Sundance, it's out uh, the far side of Maple Grove or is it Dayton or Corcoran or I don't know, Elk River? Or, I have no idea. Those, those bur- anything west of Lindell might as well be South Dakota to me. Anyway, hope we can see you out there. Uh, we had a lot of fun playing there uh, last month. We're going to have even more fun playing out there next month. We got this month off, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Time to practice a little bit. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hope you can join me. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N, uh, monitoring both conversations. And uh, strangest thing happened uh, last week. Uh, National Public Radio reported this. Uh, in fact, they've been reporting for quite some time now. One of the the Trump administration's first actions when it got into office a year ago was slashing the advertising budget for Obamacare by about 90 percent. They just hacked it to the bone. And and you recall, they used to spend a lot of money on advertising for Obamacare. I mean, they had bus cards, TV ads, ads in newspapers, ads on the radio, ads everywhere. You could not escape it. It was like, it was like the Kardashians of public policy. You could not get away from Obamacare ads. Uh, so the Trump administration, as one of its first acts, slashed the budget by 90%. And the advocates for Obamacare predicted disaster, as they always do whenever... Not only whenever budgets are cut, but whenever increases are decreased. Rates of increase get decreased. You following me here so far? And they call it a budget cut. Ergo, they predict disaster. And they figure people are going to be dying in the streets. People are going to be, uh, re- children will be ravaged by cancer. They can't get diagnosed because they have no health care. Uh, and then the Trump administration followed up by with something even more drastic to the advocates, they, the administration cut the open enrollment period for Obamacare from three months down to six weeks, roughly half. And the advocates for Obamacare uh, predicted what? what? What am I? Have all the answers here? Disaster. Of course they predicted disaster. It's what they do. So what happened? I mean, the disaster was predicted, but what actually happened? Well, with less time and less advertising money and less churn in the schedule and and public life of this nation, Obamacare signed up the same exact number of people as last year. One-tenth of the advertising budget, half the time, same number of people signing up. Why? It's almost as if people will seek out freebies without the aid of bureaucrats or pictures of Pajama Boy urging them to talk health care with their relatives over the holidays. As crazy as that might sound, (laughs) people will find their way to free stuff or subsidized stuff or cut-rate stuff. If that weren't true, people would never find the outlet mall. People would never find giveaways. Hard to believe people will go for cut rate or free things without having to be told where to go there. It's just so weird. (sighs) And that's just one of the things that happened over there. Of course, Donald Trump is about to sell it within, what, three weeks weeks here from from this Monday or Tuesday. He'll be celebrating one full year since his his inauguration uh, into office. That was one. It's been a turbulent year, to say the least. Uh, made not not the least more turbulent by Donald Trump's incessant Twitter feed, which someone put it the other day just brilliantly. He said, Donald Trump's Twitter feed is the laser pointer and the media is a cat. And they chase it around just like a cat or a dog chasing a laser. I guess dogs that chase laser pointers, isn't it? Anyway, it, it keeps them entertained. It may, And watching them chase after it keeps us entertained, I guess it's a win-win. Anyway... After a year of Donald Trump in office, we've noticed that that Obamacare is signing up the same number of people on less money, in less time, with less churn, 
with fewer government bureaucrats to to help people find the freebies or cheapies. We're finding that uh, retailers are feeling the Christmas cheer this year in a way that they were not, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, high consumer confidence and a robust, uh, newly robust job market uh, have brought up the holiday sales season to the best pace in six years. And, of course, then it was having celebrating a dead skunk bounce after the end of the recession. So that's kind of digging to find good fortune in there. And, uh, and of course, one of the, the, the most welcome signs of a Trump administration uh, this past week uh, when the U.S. uses Security Council veto at the U.N., to uh, to tube a General Assembly resolution condemning Israel for moving its capital to Jerusalem, uh, Ambassador Haley, who is, by the way, the best U.N. ambassador we've had since Jean Kirkpatrick, uh, told the General Assembly that the U.S. was going to start, and I quote, taking names, end quote, of those who, uh, who, who tried to take a kick at our shins, especially come U.N. budget time. And it's been just so hilarious to listen to the 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 multilateralists who who infest our media and our our academy and and our 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 landed punditry uh, uh, commenting huffing and puffing really about what this really means i was even yesterday on on national public radio i was listening to one of their newscasts and they were they were they were talking about what it all means that uh, donald trump's not just that Donald Trump is insulting the blessed United Nations, but they were talking about what it really means that Nikki Haley said, we'll be taking names. And and I kid you not, one of NPR's commentators said, well, it's not like these names aren't recorded on a roll call on, 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 on official documents from the United Nations. And I was driving, so I couldn't legally do a face palm. And, and a head desk is right out because, of course, what I'll do, it'll honk my horn. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. But it's like, it's an American idiom. You Ivy League trained morons. <laughs> it's not literally taking names. It's kicking butt and taking names with a, a, a nod to decorum and leaving out the kicking part. How stupid do you have to be to work at National Public Radio? I'm sorry. I've got friends at Minnesota Public Radio, including some who listen to this broadcast. How dumb do you have to be? Please, please let me know. Hashtag N-A-R-N on Twitter. Hashtag how stupid do you have to be to work on National Public Radio? God bless you all. God bless America. Happy New Year. See you next week. Were you sold an annuity? You deserve a clear, honest, objective review of exactly what it is, and more importantly, what it isn't. Go to annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can request an unbiased review of any annuity absolutely free. It's a $500 value, but for a limited time, this community service is complimentary. Request yours today at annuitydiscovery.com. It's imperative you know the truth. Since you won't get the real story from the sales agent or the insurance company, let Annuity Discovery be your advocate. Visit annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text RIP11 to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text RIP11 to 42424. That's R-I-P-1-1 to 42424. If some high-pressure salesperson twisted your arm into buying a timeshare, it's not your fault. Whether you bought decades ago or days ago, I bet that salesperson didn't mention your timeshare could cost you twice as much as a regular vacation, or that you'd never be able to use it when you wanted, or that your fees could shoot up every year. They misled you, and that's not fair. 
That's why we're here, to get your timeshare company to free you from your unwanted timeshare. Get the free information you need at 1-800-905-5833. We're the Timeshare Exit Attorneys, America's number one timeshare exit service run by real attorneys, not sales companies or middlemen. It was a salesperson who got you into this mess. Don't rely on a salesperson to get you out. We've got a 100% service guarantee, and our team has already helped thousands of people get out of unwanted timeshares. For free information, call 1-800-905-5833. That's 1-800-905-5833. 1-800-905-5833. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.